Hey, how's it going? This is Braden from Noble Sports. Here with uh, here with me today is none other than Shay Spitzer from the Las Vegas Silver Stars. How you doing, Shay? Good. How are you? You know, living the dream. I get to do another interview. It's it's a good day. So nice. thank you, thank you for taking the time out of uh, your busy schedule to meet with me and kind of share your story. It's always fun sharing the stories of. Uh, the local Silver Star players here in Vegas. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, I guess I can just kind of start by saying how I fell in love with football. Um, and, and that was at a very young age. I grew up in the Bay Area. So I have a family full of Niners fans. Um, have a bunch of family that's in San Diego when I was growing up. So there was that Chargers-Niners rivalry. Um, and it you know, it always brought family together. So I think that was something that stuck with me with that sport. Um, but I don't know, I guess being a rebel, I, I chose my own team for my own reasons. And I'm a Saints fan. <laughs> so uh, I, I grew up watching USC football a lot. I'm actually a kind of a band geek. So I wanted to go to USC for to major in music. Um, that didn't happen. But my love for the USC sports still remained. Um Reggie Bush went there. I, I really liked how he played. He went to the Saints. Um, I really liked Drew Brees as a quarterback. So um, sports has just kind of always been my thing. I played basketball. I threw on track and field. Um, you know, watched my brother play sports growing up. So just kind of a it's what kind of that's my entertainment, if you will. That's awesome. So you said you're a band geek. Nothing wrong with that. What <laughs> instruments did you play? Um, so my main instrument was the clarinet. Um, I was actually the drum major, so I was out in front of the band conducting, marching in front, uh, directing, if you will. Um, and then, so I played all the variations of the clarinet. Um, I was also in drumline. Um, so I played the snare a little bit, bass a little bit. Um, and then I was also in color guard. Um, so kind of everything a little bit. Did, did a little bit of saxophone and trombone for jazz band so cool yeah I, I played in jazz band and i played trombone so trombone yeah. and bass trombone so nice. uh, i like it. it music uh music and sports are kind of those two things that can bring the most unique of people together uh, i don't know if you're familiar with the group ajr but my wife is a huge ajr fan they came to perform in vegas like a month ago and it's the first time i've ever seen like little kids all the way up to like 80 year old people in the concert like it's like i've never seen anything like this it's kind of cool nice so music has a way of doing that it does so let to to add on so add on what what really inspired you to try out to play for the silver stars like what was either who was your inspiration or what was your inspiration to start playing professional football um, I, I was actually um, living in Washington State, um, and I was helping a family business out there kind of grow, um, and I was working actually the Seattle Rain Games, that's the women's soccer team, um, and I would do the vendors, basically run the vendors for both, both the home and away side. And I was carrying two 24 packs of water maybe on each of my shoulders. And uh, 
the Seattle Majestics were actually out there recruiting. And uh, one of them stopped me and said, hey, hey, you should play football. I said, I would really love to. Like, I love football. But at that time, there was no time in my schedule to allow it. Um, So, you know, and I didn't even know. Like, that was the first time of me hearing about women's football. So fast forward a couple years later, I moved back to Vegas. um, And a mutual friend was like, hey, someone asked me to go try out for women's tackle football. I said, tackle football? Like? with helmets and pads and not the lingerie league. And they were like, yeah, I was like, oh, okay. And I went to the first practice and I've stuck with it ever since. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So your sister and I, I, I work with Shay's sister at Walmart. We, we kind of, I, I will be the first to admit, I fangirl over you guys. I think it's amazing what you're doing. Like I thoroughly enjoy watching the games because I don't know, there's just, Yes, it's still newer. I put quotations around that because women in football have been around for at least 20 years. If you look at the history, especially Carrie, Carrie Walters is like the prime example. She's like an OG. (laughs) And and I will say I was not a huge fan of lingerie football, but Carrie has kind of changed my opinion because she did it for the love. I was like, I I feel bad for women that have to do that for. But um yeah so i fangirl over you guys and uh your your sister and i we talk a lot about it and we're always talking about did you watch this game especially during the season so it's been fun so nice yeah um so how do you juggle everything because if for for the listeners if you didn't know this they get paid very little if they get paid anything so they have to work a job obviously to support themselves. So how do you juggle working full-time and playing professional football? Um, and, and I have yet to know anyone who gets paid to play. So I'll just kind of nip that in the butt there. Um, none of us are getting paid yet. That's, that's what we're all kind of working towards um, and trying to work together to get to that point. And um, I think that WNFC is doing a great, great job of leading the way and leading us in that direction. Um, but it's hard. Um, you know, like football, if you look at the pros, if you look at college, if you even look at um, high school, the high school level, it's a year round thing. Um, that's that's hard for women who are mothers, um, which I am. I, I have two kids um, who are working full time, um, if not two jobs, you know, and then you, you want your kids to be in sports. Right. If you love sports, you want your kids to be involved in things in sports. So you've got all of their extracurricular activities Um it's really hard. Sometimes I, I honestly don't have an answer um, as to how you juggle it. Um, there's just, there's, I just feel like there's not enough hours in the day. Uh, it's crazy. It, seeing what all of you have to do and slowly and surely, I mean, Al Davis, if you ever listen to this, why don't you start investing some of your money into the silver stars? I know they'd appreciate it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Well, I, he bought the aces, and he's trying to change the whole pay for the WNBA. So why not? Why not? That's just a start. Why not continue to? We, we see the momentum happening. It's just not happening fast enough, in my opinion. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, and then, you know, the Raiders now have you know the first black president for any NFL team there ever has been. Um, you know, Mark Davis kind of helped with that. So um, I, I do think he believes in equality in sports, and um, you know, hopefully. It'll trickle on down to our level. It will. And 
well, like DeAndre Hopkins investing in a team in the WNFC. That's kind of been the big news. That was really exciting. And I saw uh, he sent a DM to uh, Jamie and said, yeah. Yeah, that that was impressive too. I'm like, ah, that's bad. he's definitely uh, engaged and he's definitely you know bought into it. I mean, he sees it, he watches it. His sister is an athlete, you know. Um, the Houston team, you know, they're they're rebranding. Like he's seen what WNFC has done. If you ever see anything that goes on with the nine cup nine cup and championship weekend, like. It's pretty amazing. Like, we get a whole weekend uh, when you go out there for the Nine Cup celebration. You know, from Friday to Sunday, there is just nothing but women's football. Um, and I think that that is something else that, you know, the WNFC is definitely, you know, they step their game up. Like, where do you go for three days to just deal with women's football? And not just the games. I mean, the jamboree, you know, like the after parties, the is really impressive i've i've enjoyed watching and looking at it you've had a lot of great players come through to talk and kind of interact i know two years ago you had marshawn lynch i was extremely jealous like as a huge (laughs) seahawks fan i would have fanboyed really hard over him any seahawks player it doesn't matter if they're a bench warmer or starter like yeah i'd geek out (laughs) yeah i used to work in that stadium too and and when it was century link before it turned in the lumen I was working concessions all through there running quite a few stands as well so um it, it's it's fun just being around sports <laughs> yeah it's uh, it's it's really cool seeing the transition because before like I, I've never been against women in sports I've always thought if you can talk sports you can play sports more power to you like I gender doesn't matter to me right. but it's kind of cool to see the transition and like now like all the people I'm seeing on TikTok are these women that are in sports and I'm like that's really cool like it's slowly changing where it was predominantly a male dominated profession so mm-hmm. I, it, it makes me excited because I'm a girl dad I want yeah and my daughter is like if you were to take me and put me as a girl that's my daughter <laughs> she's like the <laughs> carbon copy of me so and she already loves watching football she loves throwing the football around and she had so much fun when I went and helped with tryouts uh, last year. So, yep, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot, but it was worth it. It was a lot of fun to get to interact with all of you and uh, watch it all happen. Yeah, we have tryouts coming out again. Um, WNFC National Tryout Day is October first, um, so that'll that'll be rolling rolling out shortly. We're already at the end of July, so um, it's crazy how fast the time the time flows yes so october 1st though um that that will be our tryout date this season i'm gonna try to get as many people to go again it was it was fun seeing what there was like 55 people at least at the first tryout because i know you had a couple of them yeah and then we had we actually ended up having one more um and, and a few more um you know new people showed up to that one as well I was bummed out. So I went to high school with CJ Madrid and she wasn't <laughs> there for the first, for the first uh, tryout. I'm like, dude, what the heck? Like I, fun. I actually coached her powder puff team in high school. So wow. I knew she could ball out. <laughs> yeah. She's, she's, she's super good. She's great people too. Yeah. So one of the big questions I ask everyone on this, um, 
And I've had to re- rechange the wording because I do not mean it at all in a sexist way. It was a question my my f- uncle-in-law, I guess is what you call him, he has a podcast and he also interviews, he interviewed like a gold medalist Olympian. Mm-hmm. And he was talking to her about women in sports. And the question he posed to her is, if you were to get in front of an audience and the question was asked, why, why should people support women's sports? Uh, what would your answer be? Um, I mean, if you look at the direction it's going, I mean, we're 50 years later from Title IX, right? Um, and I think that we should be a lot farther ahead. Um, but if there is any time, the time is now to, to be supporting women's sports. I mean, um, everyone says, you know, they're for equality and they're for, um, you know, women in sports. Um, but when you ask what they're doing themselves, you know, they're not quite sure. Well, how about share women's sports? How about comment on it? How about share it? How about watch it? How about go to a game? You know, that's always the first step. And like you said, you see a bunch of it on TikTok now. You know, that's nothing but an algorithm of a bunch of people sharing and sharing and sharing and spreading the word. Um, And if that's what we have to do, then that's what we have to do. But um, I think that everyone who wants equality and and has a daughter and wants them to be in sports, um, they need to put their foot forward now. Um, You know, now is the time, not not later when it's all blown up and then everyone wants a piece of it and it's too late. Um, now is the time. Yeah, we're seeing changes happening slowly and surely. Unfortunately, it's slow, but with the WNFC and even the WFA, and I know there's a couple other leagues, but those are predominantly the two leagues that I've talked to. I haven't really interacted with anyone else. So um, it, it, it's interesting, and, and I, I applaud all of you, and I appreciate what you're doing. You're making it a little bit easier for the next generation, for the Penelope's, my daughter's name is Penelope, the Penelope's in the world, the the little girls that are watching. Right. So, and I, I really thank you for that. As a, as a dad, that's all I want is for my daughter to have every single opportunity I had to excel in sports, if not more. And that's happening. So. Absolutely. So if you could give advice to little girls and even little boys uh, that are listening to this podcast, what advice would you give them? Don't ever let anyone tell you you can't do something. Um, you know, don't don't let anybody stop you or, or anything stop you from doing what you want. Um, if you want to be in the NBA, you'll hear a bunch of people say, well, I don't know, you know, that's kind of a once in a lifetime. Not too many people do that. It doesn't matter if you have the heart and if you have the work ethic, then you can make your dreams come true. Um, don't ever let anybody tell you you don't have a place somewhere where you want to be because you can make that place. Um, as long as you've got the hard work, dedication, and that heart, um, just never give up. That's awesome. Yeah. It, it, it All it takes is a little, little steps, like chasing that dream. Um, and, I, and I forgot to ask you this, but I, I'm pretty sure you play linebacker, right? Yes. That's the best position. Uh, I mean, I'm not not biased <laughs> at all, but uh, are you a outside linebacker or middle linebacker? I'm an inside. I'm middle. Nice. The uh, the most important position. Uh, just kidding. Uh, 
<laughs> That's what I played in high school too. Uh, something tells me you did. <laughs> <laughs> All because of uh, Lofa Tatupu. One of that is someone I talk about a lot. I, I admire him. He also played at USC. So, yep. And he he's a really great guy. I tried to get him to go to a Majestics game. I don't know if he ended up going to a Majestics game, but. All, all you can do is ask. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So, what was your most memorable play from this past season? Um, I think from this season, I finally got a safety. It was actually against Seattle. Um, we were, you know, pushed back up against the end zone. And, uh, I think her name's Michaela, the quarterback for Seattle. She's a great quarterback. Um, just, you know, they haven't, they didn't have the best season this season. Um, she was just kind of scrambling back there. Uh, one of my other players, Sky, she was at the end on that play, and she kind of punched the ball out. And um, me and the quarterback from Seattle were chasing it into the end zone. Um, and she's smart. She she landed on it. She didn't try to pick it up and go. Um, she landed on top of it, but I then landed on top of her. So um, we got that safety, and I think that was the first one of the season. So. That's that, really that, cool. That was a uh, that one was that one was cool. I would have to say that, and just as a team, um, beating Utah. That's been a long time coming. So uh, you know, it's Vegas and Utah. I think you know they've been playing before the WNFC. I believe they were playing against each other as well. Um, but you know, Utah's kind of a powerhouse, and and so you know to win that game that that meant a lot. It meant a lot to the people who've been playing. 16 years, you know, Kerry Walters, um, uh, Chris Ocasio and, and Ty Rodriguez. And, you know, they've been in the game for a long time. And so I think that win, um, that it, me- it meant a lot more than just the win. Yeah. That game was really cool too. You guys came back from being down double digits. If I'm, if I can remember, right? wasn't, weren't you guys down like 18? I don't think we were down double digits, um, but we were down most of the game. Um, Dinesh had a big play down the sideline for a touchdown to put us up. Um, and then, um, we pretty much had the ball to kind of close it out. They, they, Utah had, uh, I believe like a down or two. Um, but we were able to, able to seal the edge and, you know, not let Magana get loose. Cause you know, once <laughs> she gets loose, it's, it's hard to catch her. So, yeah, I mean, and you guys essentially were two plays away from being undefeated too, like watching the Denver game. I will be adamant that she that was a touchdown she yeah. had possessed, but there's no replay. So <laughs> yeah, and, there, there's a couple times we thought a few few of those were touchdowns, but hey, you know um, things happen. You shouldn't we should never let the games get that close to where the referees decide a game. Um, so you know I don't I don't blame it on that. Um, we just got to come come harder next season. Yeah, I'm excited for what the next season holds. I know you guys won what was it team of the year last year? And then you won, you won an award this year too, as a team, didn't you? Yeah. Team of the year last year, this year um, was owner of the year for Kara Walters. And then Barbie also got um, woman of the year. That was really cool. That football was awesome (laughs) that they gave her. Yeah. So So that that was really cool. Um, I mean, we're Las Vegas silver stars. We're, We're making our mark. We're not going anywhere. Um, you know, um, we know what we need to do. Um, and hopefully next year, you know, we'll, we'll all be in Texas together. I, 
<laughs> for the all-star players that went this year, I really wasn't trying to let any of them play because we wanted to play in that championship game. So, you know, but better teams came out on top and, um, you know, Texas is still, still undefeated in that championship game. So it, it gives us definitely something to, to work for. Um, it, it's not going to be easy. It won't be easy, but, um, I think we're definitely capable of getting there and, and taking it. Yeah. You guys have a tremendous potential and just in, in the span of three years. Cause I know two years ago, uh, you guys had a losing record to flip it around to back-to-back winning seasons and playing really good football. So yeah, uh, the future is bright for Vegas. Uh, and when you guys win that championship, it's not, if it's when, we're going to be throwing a parade down the streets. <laughs> that'd be great. That, yeah. That, that'll get the eyes on us. Well, and we'll, you, we'll be having to have quite a few tryouts once that happens. <laughs> you won't, you won't know what to do with all the people that want to try out. That's right. right. <laughs> uh, well, thank you again for uh, taking time out of your busy schedule. I really appreciate it. I, I like sharing these stories. You guys, I, I've said this on my TikTok. It's, they're all unique, but all similar, like the desire to play. And I enjoy listening to your whys, why you decided to play, why you wanted to play, why it's so important. So I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to share that. No worries. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, two things before we go. Uh, is there anyone you'd like to shout out before we end up this podcast? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, the Las Vegas Silver Stars, because what would we be talking about without women's football, right? Um, and and the coaching staff and, and my teammates, you know, um, it's it's definitely a family. So, uh, you know, we kind of keep each other going. Um, and then my family, my girlfriend actually played this season, the last two seasons. And, and that's hard when both of us play and we have the kids and, um, you know, to kind of keep our schedules going around. It, it, it takes two because it takes a village, but it definitely takes two. Um, and um, I guess my sister, since she told you that I I should say something about her. <laughs> so shout out to her, too, uh, your, your co-worker there. Um, but, yeah, just and, and everyone that's engaging in women's football, you know, um, it's big things coming. And I, I just can't put it in words. Um, how exciting it is and, and how much further uh, the, the needle's going to move to getting women to be paid to play. Yeah, you guys are doing you're, – you're taking the right steps. The sponsors are finally coming to the WNFC. Um, and I look at it as annoying as all the hate comments are because they're there. Yeah. It, like you said, it, it, boosts, it boosts the algorithm. Yeah. They don't realize how much they are actually helping I've learned to just ignore the comments and let the algorithm do what it needs to do. Yep. And, and, oh, I, you know, shout out to the WNC, of course, but also to all the female athletes going out there um, to compete for gold. Um, that's, that's happening. They're, they're all flying out. They're all getting their practice in and, and they're getting ready to go out to Finland to bring that, bring that gold back. Yeah. It's exciting. Hopefully they can go and dominate and show, uh, that U.S. means business in women's football. Right. Well, thank you again for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I really appreciate it. So. All right. Thanks, Brayden. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.